Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience, continuing yep. some well-doing seek, no nope. glory and honor, and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious, and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' tell you? Nope. We gon' expose them. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Choose 
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard Two sides to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose Alright, alright, alright Gonna learn today Alright, alright, alright Gonna learn today All right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Shalom and good morning. To the 12 tribes worldwide. To Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulon, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Asher, Dali, and Issachar. Shalom. And in, in, in the old, in, in, um, uh, to greet you with a holy kiss or with a salute, may the Mosai, in the name of uh, Yahweh Shai, uh, Jesus Christ, bless you. Shalom. It's your guy. It's that dude, uh, Mashallah. Welcome to each another podcast of the ISBHPK, the Israel School of Biblical History, Practical Knowledge, uh, Bible Talk Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, as you know, the IS, ISBHPK has a school of locations in San Antonio, Texas, um, under the, 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 the shepherdship. Of, uh, of Warner Iyer and the brother Shamshuan and Dawiyad um, holding things down uh, here in San Antonio. Uh, we have a school location also in Houston, Texas, um, under the, the, the great uh, tutelage and, 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 and watchful eye of the brother Kwaktazap and Lakwarab uh, uh, and all the brothers out there in, in, in Houston doing an excellent job holding it down. And as you know, uh, the brother Kazakia, uh, ISBHBK Norfolk, uh, out there in Nova Virginia. Holding it down, him and the brother uh, uh, Ariad, and I'm telling you, brother, out there, growing, You're doing another excellent job out there in Norfolk. And then, I mean, last but definitely not least, ISBHBK Rochester, that's, that's being held down by a, 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 a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A man of great valor, a very brave young man. Um, uh, who 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 came in and and, and literally grabbed the, the, the bull by the horns, uh, the brother um, Zion Zion out there in Rochester, New York, holding it down, holding it down, um, doing again excellent work, excellent work. <clears throat> Those are the chapters of the ISBHPK, the Israelite School of Biblical History, Practical Knowledge, and then as you know, we also have the um, uh, uh, the, the the podcast that we that we put on. Um, actually, six days a week, right? The, the podcast uh, that we put on six days uh, out of the week. Well, five for sure. Uh, Mondays is myself, uh, starting in the morning here at uh, 10 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. And Tuesdays, you know, we have Tazapot Tuesdays, Tazapot Tuesdays, Tazapot Tuesdays. When? Every Tuesday with the brother Tazapot. Um, coming again with Wednesday. Um, I'm home, I'm, I get the, 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 the reins again with the podcast uh, uh, at 10 a.m. every Wednesday. And then again, again, also on Thursday. And then uh, closing out the week on the Sabbath is, is the Brother Bonabad uh, with Bonabad's uh, basic Bible breakdowns. Uh, Bible breakdowns by Bonabad uh, every Friday night starting at 10 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time. 
as you also Bible break down the topics every Friday night, Sabbath. Um, uh, uh, please support. Um, so, so if you like, like our, our, our format our, uh, and would like to help this ministry, uh, please check out isbhpk.com, isbhpk.com. Uh, it's a website we have put together uh, with links to Chosen Creations, uh, Custom Creations, no, Chosen Creations, Chosen Creations, links to Israel, links to Sweet Ambiance. Um, I'm, I'm missing something. Oh, and all the, um, the um, uh, YouTube channels uh, that ISBHBK produces from ISBHBK Houston, Norfolk, um, San Antonio, and then also the, the, the Five Minutes of Wisdom of your brother Kazaki. Oh, um, we should call those, those jewels, jewels of gold, jewels of, 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 of straight wisdom. And it really gets to you in, in a quick five, ten minutes. I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's concentrated. It's, it's, a, it's a power punch. It's, it's like it's like drinking a, um, a Red Bull, a, a must BFC, um, and taking a, a, a B12 a shot, as well as um, ginseng, uh, in, in, in a small five to ten minute capsule of just wisdom. The brothers is really dropping it. Uh, check it out. Um, they have all the links to all these different things for five minutes of wisdom. Um, the Hidden Truth, uh, a Bible show, as well as uh, uh, Hebrew Media Corps, where he tells like uh, they, they like, like a news a news podcast where they touch on current events, uh, things that are happening in the news, uh, latest events that are happening in the news, and they take take about twenty thirty minutes um, and dive into it according to what the Bible says and so what the scriptures um, um, concerning. Whatever type of current events uh, might be taking place, so links to all those those different uh, resources are on isbhpk.com. We invite any and everybody to please check it out. Um, and then also we have every Tuesday and Sunday, uh, every Tuesday and Sunday, we have the event center. Everybody, give me one second. One second. I got to take this call. I'm not sure who this is. Uh, leave it to Sarah.
If it ain't your spirit, please show me right away. I pray for the things they try to take away. I ain't no different to being different. At the end of the day, we all his children. Yes, it's okay to be wrong. Pointing fingers ain't gonna get you home. Don't be tripping on your understanding tight and shoes. We all trying to stand with some heavy weights. These spirits looking like my people, they some heavy weights. Speak before I think I'll be forgetting what I'm dealing with. Same people that killed the prophets, anointed one on the tree. If they did it to hell, what they gonna do to me? So burn it all up. Beauty for ashes, what you promised me. No perfect church member, I know you can see. Nobody's fooling you, taking my heart up piece by piece. Please take it, it's my offering. Sure this what you want, I know you got everything. I promise ain't the one you want, go get what's the name. All for your glory, you suppress the pain. That's why I choose mercy over grudges. Forgiveness over being in my feelings. I'm tired of the hate, I ain't no killer. If it ain't your spirit, I don't want it anyway. If it ain't your spirit, please show me right away. I pray for the things they try to take away. I ain't no different to being different. At the end of the day, we all his children. There was a time I thought I had it all together. All right, all right, all right. We're back, we're back, we're back. Um, again, uh, apologies for that that that, that intermission. Um, I, did, I had to see the car real quick. Uh, but that is our, our – our, our, I was giving the last introduction and the announcements. Um, every Tuesday and Sunday, every Tuesday uh, we're doing um, uh, a Hebrew class at the event center, at the uh, EO Pure Therapy Event Center, uh, located uh, at Willingo Small. At the Sears Wing, the Sears Wing, a little small on the second floor, we have uh, 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 sponsored by EO Pure Therapy um, and Bonabas Family. And there's a Hebrew Israelite event center uh, that's been put together. And every Tuesday, we have a Hebrew class from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. If you'd like to come and learn the Paleo Hebrew, um, please come and check us out there every um Every Tuesday at the event center uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., we, we have a, a Paleo Hebrew class. Uh, if you'd like to come and learn the Paleo Hebrew, um, it's being provided for you. And then every Sunday we have um, uh, a Hebrew training, uh, uh, Hebrew, Hebrew male training um, uh, going on uh, at the event center where we go over history and um, various topics uh, going from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. because the mosque closes early on, on, on Sundays. So we invite you to come check it out. Um, ISBHBK Pure Therapy. I'm sorry. Uh, EO Pure Therapy Event Center located on the second floor of Rolling Oaks Mall on the, the the Sears wing of the mall. We invite you to uh, please come check it out. As well, uh, please check out uh, EO Pure Therapy um, where you can get some of the latest in holistic um, 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 I, I, I don't know why my lost words this morning, uh, but you can get um, 
handmade candles, handmade soaps, um, handmade bath bombs. That's what they really specialize in, the bath bombs. And they just they, they just started producing. Um, they actually have the, the CBD oil bath bombs, uh, as well as your favorite fragrances. Um, in, in, the, in the latest sense that you might want to think about, as well as the classic sense, as well as lavender, peppermint, um, uh, uh, frankincense and myrrh, uh, or have lemon zinger. Uh, they also have, they actually have uh, uh, bath bombs with the CBD oil, CBD oil in it. So as you're taking your, your, your bath and you're releasing the, uh, the bath bombs, you can also release it to the water, CBD oil, and it helps. Uh, it helps a, a bunch. So uh, please check out uh, EO, Pure, EO Pure Therapy. That's located on the first floor of Rolling Oaks Mall in the J.C. Penny Wing, Caddy Corn from H&M um, uh, Clothing Store uh, at Rolling Oaks Mall. And also don't forget, we also have uh, uh, Eastern Fragrances um, that's, that that directly supports the, the Sword of Truth, ISBHBK San Antonio uh, here in San Antonio. Um, please support the brothers' um, businesses. Help, help gain employment for those that are really trying to turn their lives over to to the Lord, um, return back to being Hebrew Israelites, uh, and get their training. So we invite you to check those things those things out as well. And on the mark moving, um, uh, that's being um, headed by the brother Shamshuan and the one Iron. Again, just to provide um, not only provide employment for uh, brothers and sisters and families that 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 need need employment. Um, but also, it, it, uh, if you need any move, uh, no job too big, no, too, too big or small. Um, from if you need, uh, if you need, if you need boxes moved from your attic and have them brought down, they'll take care of it for you. They're at a very, very, very reasonable price. If you need stuff moved to storage, stuff moved out of storage. Um, you need to move a, a, a home, uh, an apartment, uh, a room. You name it, whatever is needed. Um, uh, they have local prices for local moves. Also, if you need an out-of-town move, uh, they can accommodate you also. So please check out um, On The Mark Move, On The Mark Moving. Um, uh, I believe they, they, they also have an office there at Rolling Oaks Mall also. We might you go and check it out. Okay? So with all that being said, I just did that about 20 minutes. Um, what we're going over, brothers and sisters, today is – let me pull it back up. The topic that we've been covering for a minute is biblical salvation. All right, that's a series that we've been covering for the past four months uh, concerning the topic of biblical, biblical salvation. And it's just been a very, uh, try to be very intensive, uh, uh, scripture detailed um, study and look at uh, what is salvation. Uh, what does it mean to be saved? Uh, what is salvation? Um, and what is the, the Bible's um, history on salvation? Um, what was it? Has it ever? Uh, contain, what's, what's contained in the scriptures concerning salvation? And as we're going in this topic, um, uh, the rabbit hole just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. The understanding really uh, uh, coming out more and more and more. Uh, about what exactly biblical salvation is. And if you would like to check out the series that we have started, uh, we invite you to please check out our podcast, uh, Podcast Library, on, on Google Podcast, on uh, iHeartRadio Podcast, on Apple iTunes Podcast, um, uh, even Podcast Addict. 
or, um, or www.blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. Uh, please, please check out our library, our, li- um, our archives on any one of those platforms uh, where you can check out and, and start from the very beginning and work your way forward uh, in dealing with biblical salvation. Um, it, again, it's been intense. And, and part of the series that we're at right now is biblical salvation, um, for we have called for we have called to mind the iniquity of our fathers. Right? And the reason that this is important, brothers and sisters, is that if we don't consider well, I don't want that right now. As Hebrew Israelites, if we don't consider um first of all, let, let me slow back down again. Concerning what biblical salvation is, um, and salvation from, from, from a biblical definition. When we read this uh, scripture, Second uh, Timothy chapter three and verse fifteen, it, it, uh, Paul is reminding Timothy that Timothy has known the, the Holy Scripture since he was he was a child. Um, that literally since he was a child, not just uh, being newborn or born again in, uh, in the knowledge of, of Christ uh, or Yahweh Shai, but that he actually knew the scriptures. He, he was taught the scriptures from a very young age. And when we, when we were covering that part of the, of the, of the series, um, a lot of the history that we went into from um, various secular sources and biblical sources um, and historical reference books and atlases that were and commentaries that we, we we got into it and the Josephus, um, we found out that the, the Israelites uh, thought that children should be taught the scriptures starting at the age of five. I right, started at the age of five that that was their kindergarten, their preschool, their kindergarten, <laughs> for lack of a better term, would be to be taught the Bible, would be for the Israelites to be taught the scriptures. So Timothy was was a recipient of that type of education, and that his parents raised him in the scriptures from a very young age. And then Paul is reminding Timothy that because he's known the scriptures since he was a child, a young child, that the scriptures are able to make him wise unto salvation. If you don't study the scriptures, you're not going to understand what salvation is talking about. And we know that as the tribe Paul wrote this to Timothy, the only scriptures that were available is what the world today calls the Old Testament and the Apocrypha. That if you don't understand or know the history of the Old Testament, the, um, the scriptures that, that are the so-called Old Testament and the Apocrypha, there is no way you're going to understand what salvation is. That if you're only coming from the, quote, unquote, the New Testament, uh, what became known as the New Testament, uh, and you, you're trying to base salvation on just what you've learned or received from religion um, or the various forms of Christianity um, that were brought to the to the Americas, to the New World, um, by the age of conquest, uh, um, when when colonizers, uh, Spanish colonizers, uh, English colonizers, Portuguese colonizers, uh, Spanish colonizers came from Europe and started colonizing the, the world and brought their religion and their religious uh, opinions with them, that they made sure that a lot of the Old Testament and the Old Testament histories were never really taught, were never really examined. Um, and they based the concept of salvation just on, quote-unquote, New Testament teachings. 
which are severely taking the concept of salvation out of context. That if you don't understand from the beginning what salvation has ever been about, and you're just jumping in from the New Testament, um, your, your concept of what salvation is is, going to be, it's, it's, it's not going to be correct. It's going to be out. It's going to be completely out of context. So, uh, for going for, going off of those things, um, and that scripture in particular, going back and looking at and, and from the Old Testament, um, that when we're dealing with the topic of, of sal- salvation or saviors, that the Lord God from Nehemiah chapter nine verse twenty seven, the Lord God has sent many saviors uh, to the Israelites. That the Israelites. Uh, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulun, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Asher, Dali, Issachar. The, the actual blood descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the children of Israel, that they were in captivity many times because of their sins. That there was many times the Israelites, particularly in the book of Judges, that the Israelites would, 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 would start sinning, uh, committing um, idolatry, and in partaking and worshiping um, and serving the, the culture and the gods of the nations that were around us, that the Israelites went in captivity many, many, many times because we kept falling into that cycle of <clears throat> idolatry. And we, we, go, we, we sin against God. We go, uh, we, we go into idolatry. We will sin against God, and then God will put the Israelites in captivity. And then the Israelites will come together, confess to God, we had to gather ourselves together. First of all, we already knew we were Israelites. We already knew we were Israelites. And then we would have to come and confess the wrongs that we did uh, to the Most High as a nation um, as we gathered together. And then we would pray and ask the Father for forgiveness. And then the Lord will always send a Savior, a Deliverer, or what the Bible calls a Judge, to come and save the Israelites out of the captivity they were in. Um, again, just go back and read the book of Judges. That's where it starts from. That after coming out of the captivity of the Egyptians, going through the 40 years um, um, of banishment, if you will, uh, in the wilderness, and upon Moses dying and Joshua and uh, Caleb bringing us into the promised land, that, I mean, almost immediately after Joshua's death, the Israelites went into, into idolatry. And that's, you can read about that in Judges, the first chapter. It covers that. I mean, it, it starts from there. That as soon as Joshua was dead, it almost makes it seem like it was like the day after that the Israelites, we, we got into idolatry. We got into idolatry, and thus the Lord had to punish us and brought us into captivity, thus causing a need for us to be saved, causing a need for the salvation of the Israelites by sending a savior, a deliverer, or a judge. So again, I'm not gonna, I can't recap the whole thing. Um, this has been, like I said, uh, over a four-month uh, long series that we've been going into these different type of, uh, top, topics and, and everything. But where we're at today, again, is, is dealing with the topic of still dealing with biblical salvation, but looking at biblical salvation, uh, for we have called to mind all the iniquity of our fathers. And that's the point we're at right now, that along with repentance, Along with the Israelites having to repent, that part of the repentance that we have to go through is in having a call to mind all the iniquity and all the sins, all the transgressions 
that we have committed against God since the day we came out of Egypt. And, and, and if we start to really study that, understand that, and understand how many times God has given the Israelites a chance, how many times God has, has, has upheld his promise that he gave to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob by not casting us off forever, by not destroying us, by not wiping us out, by not um, uh, just totally casting us away because of his promise he made to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, and how many times he had to forgive the nation of Israel. How many times he had to give grace and long suffering to the nation of Israel? That we as Israelites now, as we wake up now in, in, in this current captivity that we're in, um, whether we're in North Central South America or across the world, the four, the, the four corners of the earth, that in repenting, it's not only about us not coming back and just, just keeping the commandments of the Lord our God that was handed down to us through Moses of what we call the Torah um, in the first five books, the law that obviously God did not do away with, that we had to come back now and recognize and, and, and be taught again that we are the Israelites, who the Israelites are. Here in the um, um, Western Hemisphere, those people whose fathers of Negroid, Hispanic, or so-called Native American descent, we are the actual descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel uh, here in the Western Hemisphere. Now, we, we've also covered how the Israelites were scattered to the four corners of the earth. Um, we, we truly have been. Um, and you look at some of the ministries from um, uh, the brothers, uh, uh, Brother Nathaniel from IUIC, uh, uh, Brother Yohanna, General Yohanna from um, uh, ISUBK, uh, from uh, the Masraya uh, Barak, um, and the brothers from the Masraya Yasha'Allah, that this 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 knowledge of who the Israelites are has spread to the four corners of the earth. And they have, they have ministries all, all up and down uh, uh, the west coast of Africa, going to the interiors of Africa, teaching to the Israelites that, are, that were still left over there in Africa. Um, they have ministries all the way over in, in the Netherlands. They have ministries all the way in Japan. They have uh, ministries all in, um, in Hawaii, the Philippines, um, in uh, East India. Uh, not East India, well, India. Um, uh, of, of, of teaching the Israelites that we are the Israelites and we've been, we've been scattered. And through the, the, the prophecies and uh, the archaeology and, and true hi, uh, history reference books, it's evident um, who the Israelites are across the whole world. So you see this great awakening taking place of the Israelites now coming back to the identity of who we are. Um, but in that, and that, and part of the repenting that the Israelites have to do, because that's what Christ, you remember, Christ's whole whole uh, ministry uh, when he was here the first time was uh, preaching and teaching, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at, is at hand. Um, and, and that's what we see uh, uh, the message being taught, that we've got to repent, and we've got to come back to keeping the commandments of the Father. But along with keeping the commandments, there's got to be now a, a confession, an acknowledgement, and uh, an admission to how many times our forefathers, our ancestors, uh, went against God and that we've been on this cycle. And there's got to be a true feeling of, of sorrow, a true feeling of, 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 of repentance. That is not enough that we just come back now and we start keeping the commandments of the Father. 
we had to come back now and call to mind, and hence the, the title of our show today, we have to call to mind uh, all the iniquity of our fathers, that in follow the iniquities, the habits, the opinions, uh, the, the teachings laid down by our forefathers. Um, and when I say our forefathers, uh, even starting just as, as, as immediate as our own family members, as immediate as our own, um, our, our own parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, the family traditions that, that, that we, we, we've established and, got, and gotten caught up into, um, the iniquities of our fathers going against God, even as far as something that would seem as, seem as harmless as voting, that goes against God. That's an iniquity that goes against God, that goes against how God had things established and how much, we, how much energy and how much effort we've put into um, all these various things that are against God, that we look at, that we look at as just um, um, it's family matters, that just how our family gets down, it's our family pushed, and if, if our family, my family didn't push these type of things, we wouldn't be at the place where we are at today as far as financially secure, as far as being accepted as, as Americans, as far as being accepted as, as American citizens, that but we don't come back and realize that all those things that we got into, we was going to, to uh, college and, and become a part of a, a Greek fraternity or a Greek sorority, if it was uh, getting into voting uh, and, and trying to get into political government issues, um, if, it, if it's um, the, the churches, um, as far as Catholicism being passed from generation to generation, as far as, as, as Baptists being taught from generation to generation, Methodists, Episcopalian, Seventh-day Adventists, Jehovah Witnesses, that all these things go against God. It goes against God. But we, and we've given ourselves fully over to these, to these um, identities, fully over to these, these, these cultures that actually go against God. If it's the, the hip-hop, as much as we, 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 we consider hip-hop to be a culture, and it's the hip-hop nation, uh, no, we're not hip hop. We're not the hip hop nation. We are. We're supposed to be the Israelites. We're not supposed to be representing the lifestyle of what was taking place in the Bronx uh, or in, in New York City um, in the in the sixties and seventies um, in, in the entertainment scene, in the music scene. That that this keeping it real, and that it's this our culture, and it's how we communicate, and it's how we 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 um, we dance, we talk, we walk our swag, if you will, that no, all that's been off. And, and the pushing of these type of things, as far as the games, as far as, as uh, getting caught up into the Masons, as far as getting caught up into um, just all the things that, that America, all the doctrines and all the, the ideals that America pushes, that we have given ourselves over completely, it's been wrong. It's been wrong. And that you know, it wasn't God working with us. That that was not God working with us. Um, that was not the blessings of God. That just because we're not in chattel slavery, uh, we're, we're working for free, that now we get a minimum wage. All that's been a farce. All that's been a, been a, been a, been, a, been um, misleading, because we're still, as a people, we're still on the socioeconomic bottom of anywhere we live at. As a people, we know we have individuals that, that have, have become moguls. We know we have individuals that have become very wealthy in this system. Um, but they've done that without the assistance of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That when we, if you don't believe me, and we, we covered this in the last show, 
Go back and read Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 1 through 14, and read about how God blesses the nation of Israel. Read about when God blesses, and God has done a blessing, what he does for the nation of Israel, not just individuals. Not for individuals who have just read the 48 Laws of Power. Not for individuals who, who, who have become Masons and are networking and, and, and um, joining unions, and because of these type of things, this and uh, getting the education, whether it's street education or, again, the academic education, then now these are the things that, that God provided for us, for you to make your wealth and your stability uh, within America, and that that must be of God? No. As we get into this Bible and we get into these scriptures, all that is wrong, right? All that is incorrect, and that God had nothing to do with it. And this was some of the things that we as Israelites now had to, had to come and, and, and admit to, because we are still, for the most part, as you look at, at the Israelites on YouTube, um, as we're waking up to who we are, you still see Israelites trying to look for that economic prosperity, uh, economic stability. Um, as, the, as, as we say, we're waiting for, for, for Christ to come back, Yahweh uh, Shai to come back, but, and you see congregations growing large and, and wide everywhere. But the one thing is, is to go ahead and still be financially stable. It's still in the pursuit of being stable within America and not putting in the real effort of showing that we do repent. And again, repentance is not just because I now call myself an Israelite um, and now I start reading the Bible and now I start keeping commandments. That you see, you see, like a lot of Israelites to, to these, these days will address one another, and if one Israelite greets another Israelite. If, if, if one of the Israelites isn't wearing fringes on, on, on his shirt or her shirt or, 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 or blouse or, or what have you, that there almost be, there almost be a rejection um, that you're not keeping commandments because you don't have on your fringes. So now that has become like the focal point of what it means to be an Israelite because I'm wearing fringes on my shirt. Or if one Israelite... Uh, if one Israelite is, has a menorah to represent uh, the, the nation of Israel um, and sees another Israelite who might have the shield of David, all of a sudden now there can't be no, no, no brotherhood. There can't be any um, uh, unity because one brother is wearing the shield of David, which other Israelites call the star of Molech, and, and, and again, you're not keeping the commandments or because you're not a part of, of my congregation. You're not real Israelites. Um, that, that you're not part of the truth, which is so amazing because these are some of the same transgressions and some of the same iniquities that got us in trouble in the first place. Some of the same mindsets. Real quick, brothers and sisters, um, let's look for the scripture up. That for as much as we're supposed to be gathering ourselves together. Yeah, gather together, O nation, that desire, from Zephaniah chapter 2 and verse 1. Yeah, we're supposed to be gathering ourselves together as Israelites, um, seeking righteousness, seeking meekness, um, that it may be that we should be here in the day of the Lord's anger. That some of the same things that God has put in captivity, in many captivities, the, the internal uh, stripes and warfares um, that, that we've exhibited since the day we came out of Egypt, 
uh, that we've been pushing, whether it's, it's, it's um, oh, uh, in modern-day uh, terminology, it might be if you're not part of my church, um, uh, Jesus ain't in your church, he's in my church. Um, um, if you live on the East Coast, then uh, you're different from those who live on the West Coast. Uh, to to um, um, uh, if, if it's about being in a, in a college, uh, being in college, it's about what Greek um, society are you with. Uh, just more division. To, to to a street level, um, what gang are you with? What set you claiming? Uh, uh, or what have you? That is 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 this continual division and separation among us as Israelites? That this is something that we have have been doing. And the iniquity that we've been doing since the days we came out of Egypt. And that this is what, what Paul was even addressing in First Corinthians chapter one. If you want to join me going there. So even Paul had to address this in first uh, Corinthians, the first chapter, I'm sorry, verse ten. First Corinthians chapter one, verse ten. And, and this was Paul had to write to, and this was, come on, y'all, this was shortly after uh, Christ's crucifixion and resurrection. This was shortly after, the, I mean, it could have been more than a, maybe, a, it, I'll say it was less than a year. That, that about a year, about a year from the time Christ had actually been crucified and resurrected and uh, Paul was calling to the ministry. Now here in First Corinthians chapter one verse ten, this is what it reads. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. That this was uh, an issue that Paul had to address even during his times, but for the Israelites. Um, for the Israelites that knew they were, the Jews and Israelites that knew they were Jews and Israelites, um, uh, and the Israelites that had been raised as Gentiles, as Grecians, as Romans, as Thessalonians, as uh, as Corinthians, as uh, Colossians, uh, throughout the, the Roman Empire. But now we're coming back into the knowledge that they are the Israelites, that we are the Israelites, that there was a division. That there was a division, that we didn't share the same mind or the same judgment. That there was, I'm going to keep reading, verse 11. For it has been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. So Chloe was a teacher um, in, in, in Corinth, and had this brother had brought this issue that even within his congregation, his ministry, that there was contentions and divisions uh, going on. Verse 12. First Corinthians 1 verse 12. Now this I say, that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, and I of Apollos, and I of Cephas, and I of Christ. That even during the time of, 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 of Paul and his ministry, that the Israel, the Jews had these type of contentions going on. Um, Similar to in game warfare today, I, I take it to a street, like a street level, what set you claiming? Um, um, uh, whose school are you with? Um, among even Hebrew Israelites now. Um, uh, who are you following? 
who are your elders? Again, First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12. Now this I say, that every one of you saith, I am of Paul. Yeah, so you had certain Israelites, Jews, that were saying, no, I follow Paul. Other Israelites were saying, no, well, I'm of Apollos. Other Israelites were saying, no, I'm of Cephas. And then others were like, no, I'm of Christ. I'm following Christ. And you had these type of divisions uh, taking place even during at this time. Again, before the fall of 70 AD, before, before we all were finally kicked up out of Israel, um, the, uh, the Jews were finally expelled or banished out of Israel in 70 AD, that we had these type of contentions going on and divisions. Uh, 1, Corinthians 7, 1, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 13, is Christ divided? And that's a good question. Is Christ really divided to all these different uh, houses and churches and sects? Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 13, is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were ye baptized in the name of Paul? He said, like, like so many people were, were, were so contentious and so bold, ready to fight other Israelites because you're not following Paul, ready to fight other, other Jews because um, they might say, no, well, my teacher is Apollos. The others say, well, no, well, my teacher is Cephas. And others say, no, well, I'm, I'm not following any of those. All y'all are off. I'm, I'm, I'm really following Christ. Me and my congregation, we're really the ones following Christ. And Paul was like, that's off. First Corinthians chapter one, First Corinthians chapter one, verse fourteen. I thank God that I baptized none of you, but Crispus and, and Gaius. So if Paul was saying, look, for all y'all saying, no, I was baptized under that. I'm following Paul, whatever. Paul had to come out. Look, did I die for you? Were you baptized in the name of Christ, or were you baptized in the name of Paul? Paul said, look, I only baptized Christmas and, and, and Gaius. For everybody who's trying to make this thing and, and push this thing of, of division and contentions, that my house, my congregation, who I'm following, is better or over your congregation, is better or over or, or preferred by God than what you're doing, that you're off, you're wrong. You're, you're, if you're not following us, there's a problem. Reading on. Well, verse 15, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 15. Lest any should say that I had baptized him in my own name. Paul's like, look, I'm not trying to say, I know I'm following Christ, and I'm not trying to get uh, people just following me, and that the truth is only of me, or that to be a Hebrew Israelite, you only have to be taught by me. You can only be taught by me. Like many churches today, not just within the, the Hebrew Israelite community, but many churches today, that they will, they will throw away even the teachings of Christ that we get from the scriptures in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Um, and now, regardless of what Christ said, that people will read the New Testament and read the, 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 the stories of the epistles of Paul, and now the epistles of Paul supposed to have more authority than the words of Christ. And it's really a, a heavy um, uh, contention that we can start from that, that Regardless of what the gospel says that we get from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, from Christ's own mouth, the words of Christ being read, that because Paul said this or Paul said that, that now somehow now Paul now overrides what Christ said, let alone what Paul said overriding any of the teaching of the Old Testament. And people are die hard for these things. Verse, uh, verse 16. And uh, this is what Paul says. And I baptized also the household of, of Stephanus. 
Besides, I know not whether I baptize any other. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. And that is such a heavy, heavy, heavy statement. We have so many charismatic teachers, preachers, reverends, bishops um, that are very charismatic. They are very eloquent with their words. And people really get caught into that messenger. They really get so enamored with that messenger. And in doing that, it says that the cross of Christ should be made in another fact. And now it's not really about understanding who Christ died for and why Christ died. That now the cross of Christ has no effect. Because now even with today's um, uh, modern religion teaching, that the law is done away with because Jesus Christ died, uh, died for our sins. So I don't have to keep the law. And now I, I, can, I, I can live in the pursuit of happiness. I can live in the pursuit of happiness because Christ did away with the law when he was nailed to the cross. That, so, that teaching is so out of context, and that teaching is so unbiblical, it's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous that now that people really feel that it's about just following their own imagination. It's really following what they feel in their heart. It really is about following about what they agree with and what they don't agree with, which makes the cross, the, 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 the cross of Christ of none effect. That now that's, there, there, there isn't a need to have a conscience that Christ died for the nation of Israel. There's no conscience for that. It's just not, I just live the way I want to live. Or it's, it's because I wear fringes on my shirt, I don't have to unify with other Israelites. Because they, they wear fringes on their pants and not on their shirt, they're off, I'm right, and I'm following Christ, and they, they, they're not, they're wicked. Which Christ died for the nation of Israel. Not a camp leader. Not for Israelites who have money. Not for Israelites who, 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 who don't have money. He died for the nation of Israel, the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. But because of how we teach and the things that we follow today, we make the cross of Christ of none effect. That what he endured in suffering, and even in, uh, for the last words he said on the cross, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That it doesn't be about forgiveness. It'd be more about Israelites as, as little little kids fighting amongst one another of, uh, and arguing about who, who, who God loves more. Um, it's really silly. It's really silly. And that I love Jesus more than you love Jesus. That I love God, and my congregation loves God more than you love God as opposed to understanding that we are the Israelites and that this was required for the Israelites, a sacrifice had to be made for the Israelites whenever we sinned. And that was supposed to give us a conscience. Going back to the days of Moses in the law concerning the, the burnt offerings, the sin offerings, the trespass offerings, that all those are supposed to give a person a conscience about the choices that we make and the mindsets that we have that something, something living has to die. Because of the choices that we made. That was supposed to give the Israelites a conscience. 
when that didn't work, and and it, obviously it didn't. Christ had to die, but that's supposed to give people a conscience about the choices we make. That and now it's not like we have a, a, a thousand head of sheep, uh, ten thousand head of cattle, that now we can just make all these animal sacrifices and become numb and callous to the idea that my decisions are causing all these animals to shed their blood. My decisions are having to cause all these animals to die. Now, how I determine my wealth is through my, my husbandry, is through my, my farming, that now I keep wasting it because I keep sinning. So let me at least develop a conscience to stop doing what I'm doing and repent, that now the cross of Christ has been made of none effect because now it's not about he is that sacrifice and he was a man. And that a man can only die one time. An innocent man put himself through the crucifixion, allowed himself to go through the crucifixion, and to be tortured and brutalized and put to death for the nation of Israel. That it might give the nation of Israel now a conscience to consider all the things we keep doing against God. And that, yes, we're, we're given another chance, like our forefathers, like the Israelites were given, Many, 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 many times in our history to get things right, to repent, to circumcise our hearts. So I need to take a quick intermission. I need to take a quick intermission, and we're going to come back and get, and get to some of these scriptures. Um I really like I really like this song for um, for my Yapak Q. Uh, I, I I don't know why I play a lot of his music. Um, from choices, my I'm using it as my intro music to uh, th- this one here. Uh, this one here, it's a Hallelujah Hallelujah, H A L L E L U Hallelujah. Um, I'm, I'm playing uh, this little four-minute um, uh, intermission, and then we're going to jump into these scriptures uh, for today. So uh, uh, please be patient. Uh, bear with me. A little music intermission, and then we're going to get, get into this class. All right, here we go. Little Bo Beef, I'm out here shining. For the lost sheep, I'm out here grinding. I ain't talking cheese, I'm out here mining. Looking for diamonds, kingdom business, I'm mining. Trying to wake you up from the lullaby rhyming. Devil can't touch this heat, pass the mining. He is a liar, so says the lion. Drew up, uh, shelter in my protector. Running to him, be faster than a poor. Holy is a wave, repping the ancient of days. Christ is a big girl, honey. Got to do, I'm gonna give it to you. Giving out
All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. All right, cool, brothers and sisters. Um, please join me in the book of uh, Baruch in the Apocrypha. Now, let's go to, this, the, to the book of Baruch, uh, which is in the Apocrypha. Um, and we're going to Baruch, to the third chapter, we're going to start with the first verse. Baruch chapter 3 and verse 1. Um, I'm, I'm getting. I'm. 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 I'm at a loss of words, and I'm not trying to get the sympathy of anybody. I, I really don't want the sympathy of anybody. That's not why. Why? Why? why this hit me as such. Um, to pull on, on the heartstrings of people or the emotional tug or whatever. But I'm at just loss of words for for as I've started this study. And I keep seeing the the grace and the forgiveness of God towards the nation of Israel, who, like God has stated so many times, he's going to save the nation of Israel, not because of our own righteousness. Not because we have made ourselves so pure and so clean in his eyes, but only because he's going to keep his promise that he made to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. We, 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 uh, like the scripture does say, it says that all of our, all of our righteousness is as a filthy rag before him. That we, we, we do walk around in such arrogance. We walk around in such pride. You know, as 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 again, just just going through some of these th- these things, and and just realizing, starting to, starting to realize how much love and forgiveness and long suffering the Most High has, has has put up with when it comes to the nation of Israel, the Israelites, and that He still giving us a chance when it, it, it truly we do not deserve it. When truly we, we don't deserve it. It's only because of, of his promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But please join me in going to Baruch chapter 3 and verse 1. Please join me going into Baruch chapter 3 and verse 1. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read down. It says, O Lord Almighty, God of Israel, the soul in anguish, the troubled spirit, cries unto thee. And I would just like for us to kind of catch and, and pay attention to in what Baruch is reading um, concerning the nation of Israel. Now, this was actually written specifically uh, during the Babylonian um, Empire when the Lord had, had, had finally brought the southern kingdom of Judah um, into captivity, that a lot of Israelites um, were, were, especially the, the rich Israelites, were brought into captivity into Babylon. Um, a lot of the king's um, um, top men and a lot of the rich in Israel were brought into captivity in, into Babylon. Um, 
But as we're reading this, we can see how per- perfect the, the Word of God is, um, that it definitely applies to, to today. It definitely applies to today, that this prayer um, could be read today just as easy as he read it or he, he gave it back then in, in the Babylonian captivity. That could be read just as easy today and fit just as like a glove today. Like similar to like a lot of the, the protests and complaints that, it, that our people had during the civil rights movement as far as uh, police brutality, as far as um, the social economic conditions of our people, um, the, 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 the jobs we made available to our people, that uh, the, the, the still being on, um, it being hard to keep up with the cost of living uh, from the protests of, of, of the 60s, like from uh, Malcolm X and from Martin Luther King, that these same things can be, can, can be brought up today in 2023 and fit just as easy as a glove, that you can take a lot of the speeches from Martin Luther King, from, from a, um, uh, Malcolm X, uh, for the things that was going on in their time, in the 50s, in the 60s, 1950s, 1960s, and they're still just as relevant in almost the same speaking topics um, as today. That the, the, what, what Jeff Baruch is, is, is going to be describing, what happened during the Babylonian captivity, could just as easily uh, just change the name from Babylonian captivity to America. It would fit just as easy. So I'm, I'm going to read on. Uh, Baruch chapter 3 and verse 2 now. It says, Hear, O Lord, and have mercy. Art thou, um, thou art, for thou art merciful, and have pity upon us, because we have sinned before thee. Notice how the saying, we have sinned, not they have sinned. We, the nation of Israel, have sinned before God. Verse 3, for thou endurest forever, and we perish utterly. And, and for as much as, as we, we, we look at how much death is still within our communities, how much police brutality is in our communities from the, the, the drug violence, the gang violence, um, just violence, period. It riddles our communities. And not just so-called black people, the so-called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, and so-called Mexicans here in the Western Hemisphere. It was not actual police brutality. It is the brutality of, of um, the ICE um, uh, internment camps, um, uh, border patrol uh, internment camps, that we, we suffer violence. Violence, we suffer the most amount of violence of any people on the planet. And we perish utterly. Verse 4, O Lord Almighty, thou God of Israel, hear now the prayers of the dead Israelites and of their children, which have sinned before thee, and not hearken unto the voice of thee, their God. For the which cause these plagues cleave unto us. Again, this damn has me speechless. In referring to the, the nation of Israel, all of us, the whole nation of Israel, that the religion of Israel, the nation of Israel, the, the children, the descendants of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. But we're saying, hear our prayers of the dead Israelites 
and of their children, which have sinned before thee, and not hearken unto the voice of thee, their God. For the which cause these plagues cleave unto us. We are on wash, rinse, repeat cycle with God again since we came out of Egypt. Verse 5. Remember, thou, remember not the iniquities of our forefathers, but think upon thy power and thy name, thy name now at this time. For thou art the Lord our God, and thee, O Lord, will we praise. This is the point we're supposed to be getting to, that we're supposed to be praising the Lord God. N- not because, again, um, The U.S. government releases another stipend, so now we got money to to to, to uh, keep over the car payments. Uh, we got money to 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 uh, pay off some bills uh, and keep the internet going. And we want to say we want to praise God for that. No, no, that uh, no, that's not the praise God is looking for. The praise God's looking for is. He's giving the Israelites another chance to get right with him, to to speak on his mercy, his long suffering that he's provided and given to the nation to the Israelites, to niggas, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, Seminole Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, so-called Mexicans. That he's he, he he he's giving us yet another chance. His mercy does endure forever. He truly is long-suffering. He gave his only begotten son for us. Verse 7. And for this cause, thou hast put thy fear in our hearts. When you, when when we, we turn the corner and everything scares you, Name something that our people are not afraid of, which is ridiculous. It, it, to go from a, a, a state or a place where, from the very beginning in Genesis chapter 3, chapter 2, God put the fear of man upon all the earth. To understand that, that David, David took, took sheep out of lion's mouths. A lion that was eating, that was hungry. David took sheep out of a lion's mouth. Goat out of bear's mouths. That's the realm we come from. That's the, that's the, the type of domination we had at one time of animals. That they, that the that they were afraid of us. But look at how our people are afraid of a cat these days. Let a chihuahua get loose and come running upon a person. You lose your mind. We can read about how David slept in caves and, 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 uh, and fleeing from, from, from Saul. Let a fly come into, into 
the room you're in, and and look at how a person will lose their damn mind. An ant. Let somebody find an ant crawling on their skin, and you will damn it jump out your skin. Whereas kids used to be, out, be used to be allowed to really go outside and play outside because of the fear of a bullet, the fear of some type of violence, the fear of of, of whatever. Look at how many parents are afraid to let their kids even go outside unless they're there. Because you never know. In this crazy world today, you never know. But if we if we were reading the scriptures and reading the Bible. It's telling us why why we haven't experienced these things. And so we want to call it wisdom today, but we won't go back and do those things that get right, get right with God as a nation of people. Baruch, chapter 3, verse 7. And for this cause, thou hast put thy fear in our hearts. If we ain't afraid of every damn thing, I don't know. Come on, from repo men to... Uh, afraid that somebody cuts you off in traffic that somehow they're they getting over on you. We stay in paranoia, anxiety. We stay in these places. But verse 6 gave us the answer why. Verse, um, verse 4. O Lord, o, o Lord Almighty, thou God of Israel, can out the prayers of the dead Israelites and of their children which have sinned before thee, and not hearken unto the voice of thee, their God, for which cause these plagues cleave unto us. That's the root, chapter 3, verse 4. Jump back down to the reading, uh, Baruch, chapter 3, verse 8. Behold, we are yet this day in our captivity, where thou hast scattered us for a reproach and a curse, and to be subject to payments according to all the iniquities of our fathers, which departed from the Lord our God. We think that now because we we get a a high-paying job, that now we're able to pay our bills, that that's of God, that God has now blessed you to be able to now pay your bills, While we're still in captivity here in America, and we're still subject to payments? Baruch was saying this, again, Baruch was during the time of the Babylonian captivity with Jeremiah. We think now because we get a tip, then now we can pay a bill, a bill, a payment, then now that's God being with us? Who'd you learn that from? It went from our parents, our grandparents, or from the, uh, the, the, the generation of people uh, before us. Our, our whole measurement of, of manhood, can you pay your bills? That's the mentality of a slave. And now I should be recognized because I can pay my bills? 
we want we fight to be recognized as American citizens and to be able to enjoy all the liberties and the privileges of what it means to be an American citizen because we can pay our bills. Who taught us these things that you're a man because you can pay your bills? You should be acknowledged for your degree in your from high school, your degree you got in college, um, and they should pay you what you're worth. Are you? And that that unfortunately is the mentality of a lot of our people. Not even to look at the fact that we're still in captivity, but the fact that you can pay your bills. That that's a blessing from God for the nation of Israel. For the children of Israel? And now, how many Israelite parents that are in the knowledge aren't really trying to teach their children the importance of us following God, but are trying to make sure our children are being prepared to pay their bills? How, how many of us still look at, at, at parents? They're, they're good parents because they help us pay our bills. Not teaching us anything about how to serve and please the Most High and, and that we are the Israelites and that we're in captivity. But because they help pay a bill or pushed you in school to get a good education so you can get a good job, so you can pay your bills. Not that we have to submit to what God wants. Not that we're the Israelites and that we once had it all. That we we didn't have to give payments, we received payments. And I'm not talking about some some some, some royalties um, um, off some land you got up back in Louisiana. The, the, some mining rights that you got from from what you had your your your, your family might have acquired back in Mississippi. I'm talking about the nation of Israel received payments from the other nations. That's the realm we come from. But now we want to act like we we're praising God because I could pay a bill. And how many parents are, again trying to get their, their kids ready? Even Israelites to pay bills. And again, I'm talking on a national level. I'm not talking about the individual that just got you. You got you a, a, a few acres, and now you can grow some of your own food. Even got a backyard, you're growing some food. Now you're doing something. Please, what's that doing for the nation? What's that doing for the nation of Israel? the 12 tribes of Israel. Not a damn thing. Baruch chapter 3 verse 9. Hear Israel, the commandments of life. Give ear to understand wisdom. That just because somebody's giving you wisdom to make sure you can get to an age where you can pay your bills, that is not God's wisdom. That's not a commandment of life. Just so you can pay up. And again, 
I'm talking on a national level. Not just your individual church or congregation or house that you can pay your bills and you're straight, you're good. We're talking on a national level. We're talking here in the Western Hemisphere. We're talking about from North, Central, and South America. We're talking about the, um, all our people also in, 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 in the, the Caribbean islands, the West Indies, Puerto Rico, Jamaica, Cuba, Belize. This, this is never about you just being able to pay your bills. Now when the nation is still suffering, Verse 10, check out the question I'm being asked now in verse 10. Baruch chapter 3, verse 10. How happened is it, Israel, that thou art in thy enemy's land? So th- that question is like we don't even really get to that point. Like you had to be subject to payments. We don't ever get back to the point of why are we even in our enemy's lands? Land, singular. Why are we in a place where we have to be subject to payments and fear every damn thing? We don't get to that point. We, we get to the point now, okay, I'm an Israelite. I got some fringes on my shirt. Um, I'm a woman, so I put a head covering on. I might put a, a skirt on, a dress on, and I'm good. And now I need to be given a job or be given something so I can pay my bills. It's never a thing about we're, in, we're still in the land of our enemies. Even if we go ahead and get off the grid. I'm going to go lease some land. I'm going to go buy some land. And I'm going to homestead, and I'm going to get off the grid. I'm going to put up a couple of windmills. I'm going to put up a, a, a hydroponic, um, uh, 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 aquaponic source of, 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 of farming. I'm going to get some, some, some uh, uh, greenhouses. I'm going to get uh, – uh, I'm going to refurbish uh, mobile homes. And I'm going, to, I'm going to live off the land, off the grid. Even though I still got to pay for that land, I still got to pay property tax no matter where the hell I'm living at. We're still in our enemy's land. We. We are still here. And I don't care if you move back to Israel with brothers and sisters that move back to Demona. You're still subject. You're still in the land of your enemies. I know it's the land, they are. It's the land of Israel. The, the name is. But who's it controlled by? The, the Israeli government. You're still subject to their laws. You're still subject to using their money. We're still in 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 in, in control. Of our enemies So again Baruch chapter 3 verse 10 says How happened is it Israel like, Israel have you ever considered How, how, how this came about how, Why is it like this That thou art in thine enemy's land That thou art waxing old In a strange country I don't care if it's America 
Mexico, Guatemala, Ecuador, Costa Rica. Um, I, I, my, my South American geography is off. Colombia, Uruguay, uh, Argentina, Chile, uh, Brazil, uh, was it Bulgaria? We're, we're still in a strange country, being controlled by our enemies. If, if North America was supposed to be was inhabited by the North American Indians originally. Why are they still confined to reservations? And let so called white men tell it that because they are able to put up a bingo or a casino, that, that is that's reparations. Still subject to federal laws. Is it, doesn't this come to mind, come to our minds? How is that we are waxing old in a strange country? That thou art defiled with the dead. And if we, consider, if we really look at this and consider what it means to be defiled with the dead, how many of us still hold on to traditions that were passed down from our great-grandparents, our grandparents, our parents, that the same things that they pushed, not knowing God, not knowing the God of the Bible, not knowing that they are the Israelites, the, the, the things that they have pushed within our, our family structures, we're still holding on to those things. You know, we used to always teach, when I first came in, in, in this knowledge, when you read Jeremiah chapter 20, the 23rd chapter, pretty explicitly describes Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech and how God is against it. And then God asks a question, how long is, is this dream going to be in the heart of the prophets? So Martin Luther King died in, what, 1968? How is it to this year, 2000? If he died in 1968, Right after he had the I Have a Dream speech, how is it in, in still in the year 2023, we're still talking about I Have a Dream, that one day little black boys and little white girls, or little white girls, excuse me, little black girls and little white boys will still be able to get together. Martin's been dead. But we still hold on to those concepts of his dream. So similar to what was going on with Baruch during the Babylonian captivity. How happens in Israel that thou art in thy enemy's land, that thou art waxing old in a strange country, that thou art defiled with the dead? It's not that we're going around actually touching the dead, but we, we hold on to their dreams. We hold on to their traditions. We hold on to their teachings. We hold on to the, the sentimental things that they push down. And it's those same thoughts and those same things that keep us defiled in the eyes of the Father. We keep pushing the same mental concepts. And we don't acknowledge how many times God has forgiven the nation of Israel. How many times, God, that we have kept up this madness, this cycle, and God always sent a Savior, a Deliverer, a judge to bring us out of captivity, and then we went right back into the same shit again. And we're still in our enemy's land. 
for as much as there's movies out now like Emancipation, uh, movies like like The Woman King, uh, they had that, that Harriet Tubman movie um, a, a couple years ago, um, even, uh, even Django, and it, it, uh, depicting slave life, Queen of the South, Queen Sugar, what have you, and they depict what, what life might have been like on, on uh, uh, during Jim Crow, um, um, antebellum South. And it gives people a sense, especially Israel, a sense that look at how bad the things were for us back then. You only had one pair of clothes. You only had one pair of shoes. You lived in a shack, a dirt floor shack um, with no furniture. Um, for all the hard work, for the hours that we put in, we didn't get paid for it. But now I'm getting paid for it. Now they got to pay me with minimum wage. Now I can get my own apartment. I can get my own house. Now I can get my own car. Now I can listen to the music I want to listen to. Now I can get me a TV, a computer, a cell phone. We're not those same people. Now we're free. If that's not a, a, a what they call a Stockholm syndrome, if that's not a psychosis, please explain to me what it is then. Stockholm syndrome is where Stockholm syndrome it got its label that doing a it was a. a A, a bank robbery. Uh, long story short, I got, I got to paraphrase it big time. He had these, uh, one people had kidnapped and captured uh, some, uh, some hostages. And they treated them so bad. I mean, tortured, whipped, beat, um, from psychological abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse. They abused these, these hostages every single way they possibly could. They kept them on the brink of, of possible death. They, they, I mean, they, they terrified these people to no end, these hostages to no end. To where that's all the people were expecting now was going to be the horrors of, of, of these different type of tortures. But then what the hostage takers wound up doing they came back, and they just gave the hostages a cup of water. From the hostage takers, who just got finished for, for whatever length of time it took, beating, torturing, and hurting these people at every opportunity they possibly could, that the fact that now they just gave them a cup of water, then now these hostages were so grateful that the beating had stopped. The torture had stopped. That they fell in love with these same people that had just brutalized them for however long it happened, was, was, was taking place, and was ready to defend them, ready to, 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 to give their lives. Then when the cops came to, to finally free the hostages, the hostages we're now ready to fight the cops and, 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 and give their lives to protect 
the hostage takers. They did a com- complete re- psychological reversal, messing people's minds up so much. They was they were so brutalized, and it got to the point where it, uh, that all the hostages could look look forward to it, to was it was going to be some type of painful brutality, mental, physical, emotional, verbal, sexual. That just for now these hostage takers just to, to show the kindness of giving them a drink of water. They were so relieved and so grateful that they just received a cup of water. They literally fell in love with them. And it's called Stockholm Syndrome. And if that effect hasn't happened to the, to the Israelites, That because we were so brutalized for that 400 years of chattel slavery, that now because we get minimum wage, we're so in love with this country to the point where even saying, God bless America, thank you for giving me a job. Thank you for giving me a job where I can now pay my bills. Then now I'm going to say, God is now with me because I can now pay my bills. We don't understand how much of a slap in the face that is to God. We really don't understand how disrespectful that is to God. All this while we're still in, in the hands of the same government that allowed slavery in the first place. The same government that eventually did pass the 13th Amendment that, yeah, it's supposedly illegal to have slaves unless they're prisoners. Then they can be treated like slaves. That's in, the, that's in their law books to this day. Baruch chapter 3 verse 10. Baruch chapter 3 verse 10. How happened if how happeneth it, Israel, that thou art in thine enemy's land, that thou art waxed old in a strange country, that thou art defiled with the dead? And because our great-grandparents and great-great-great-grandparents, that they were broke, sharecroppers or whatever, they now know I am somebody. Because now I can pay my bills, but they couldn't. Now I can. Where they didn't have, they couldn't repat. They, they had only a third grade education, if that. They had to sign the name with an X. Then now I can sign my name. I got a cell phone. I, I can. I can. I don't have to grow my own food. That's slave work. I go to the store and I buy my food. I have my food delivered. And now I'm doing something, and that's God blessing me? And I'm ready to praise God. I'm ready, I'm ready to, to, to sing thanks to God because I can pay a bill. 
but yet we're, we don't realize we're still in our enemy's land. Verse 11, thou art counted with them that go down into the grave. That we still hold on to the same traditions, the same mentality that our our people have passed down to us, especially here in America, going back to our great-grandparents, our great-great-grandparents. We still hold on to their thoughts. We still hold on to the, the sentiment, the sentiment, the sentimental, emotional attachments. That was taught to us by them. And now in verse 12, Baruch chapter verse 12. Thou hast forsaken the fountain of wisdom. And for all that our, our foreparents, especially in, in, in the Americas, great-grandparents, grandparents, all they taught that's supposed to be wisdom, you got to get you education. You got to go to church. You got to... Uh, uh, you got to be able to pay your bills. That's not the wisdom of God. You got to make them respect you because now you pay your bills. You got your degree, so don't let nobody talk to you any old type of way. Jesse Jackson tells us that we are somebody. Say it, I am somebody. Shaka Khan I'm every woman I'm all you'll ever need No Those mentalities and those thoughts That is not the fountain of wisdom We're going to read on Verse 13 Baruch chapter 3 verse 13 For if thou hadest walked in the way of God, thou shouldest have dwelled in peace forever. If we were really applying God's wisdom, we would have never been kicked out the promised land in the first place. Everybody over here in America, especially in America, talking about having generational wealth. What did what did we have in the land of Israel when God blessed us? with land, with non-GMO foods, with alkaline foods, with slaves, with servants. But now it's about becoming entrepreneurs over here, having our own businesses over here, getting our own land so we ain't got to go to and support the Walmarts, the, uh, if you're in Texas, the HEBs, the Krogers, the Publix, the Ralphs. What the hell do you think we had in the land of Israel, in the promised land? In the promised land, guess what we never had to worry about? Inflation. 
They had to worry about the cost of living going up. I was watching um, um, that that um, the TV series Snowfall. Um, and the thing that stuck out about me in this, this one particular episode, um, the, the Mexican dude um, was, was using a payphone at a gas station, and they showed the gas station prices. And they had gas, unleaded gas, at 68 cents a gallon. Unleaded gas was at 68 cents a gallon. 68 cents. Well, that's time I looked, we're, we're at what? 320-something here in, in San Antonio? $3.20 cents for gas? I know California is, is even more ridiculous. I know regular unleaded gas out there got to be over well over four, four four bucks a gallon, well over four bucks a gallon. When when I looked at that sixty eight cents a gallon, I'm like, damn! It reminded me where you you could take like ten dollars to a grocery store and have damn there a whole basket full of food for ten dollars. Now. One bag, one plastic bag coming out of Walmart, you're looking at already like 40 bucks in the land of our captivity. We're still in the land of our enemies. But if we, if we stay right with God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Baruch chapter 3, verse 13, for if thou hadst walked in the way of God, and we haven't, our nation, our people have not. We've never been walking in God's wisdom. It says, Thou shouldest have dwelled in peace forever. Verse 14. Baruch chapter 3, verse 14. Learn where is wisdom. Where is strength. Where is understanding that thou mayest know also where is length of days and life, where is the light of the eyes and peace. Because you can pay your bills, how much stress do we still be under? That at any minute you can lose it. Any minute it can be gone. How much stress do we stay under, afraid that somebody's going to bring it to your place, bring it to your apartment, bring it to your house, bring it to your car? Worry about all these lunatics out here on the street. That we stay in a stressful state. We're not at peace because you can pay some bills. Verse 14, for Israelites, learn where is wisdom. What is real Wisdom. What is God's wisdom? It's not because you can pay your goddamn bills. Learn where is wisdom. Where is strength? Where is understanding? 
that thou mayest know also where is length of days and life, and where is the light of the eyes and peace. Because while we're in our enemy's lands, we ain't learning it. While we're still in the land and kept in control of our enemies, we ain't learn what, what true wisdom is. We're not learning what real, real strength is. We're not, we're not learning where is understanding. We're not that that thou mayest know also where is length of days and life. Where is the light of the eyes and peace? Verse 15, who has found out her place, or who has come into her treasures? Tell us of, of wisdom and understanding, God's wisdom and God's understanding. Verse 16, where are the princes of the heathen become? Where are the princes of the heathen become? And such as rule the beast upon the earth. Remember from the very beginning, under Adam, it was said they have dominion over, over, over everything on the planet Earth. We were big brothers. We weren't being surveillance. We were doing surveillance, the surveillance, surveying, surveying. We were watching everybody else. We were just going on making sure people were following the laws of God. During the days of Adam, not having uh, police occupation in our neighborhoods, police military operations in our neighborhoods. Verse 17, they that had their pastime with the fowls of the air, and they that hoarded up silver and gold wherein men trust and made no end of their getting. This is the mentality that we took on, that it was all about how much we can gain. I got to get more so. I got to get more gold. I got to get more money. I got to get more, get more, get more. We don't understand that that mentality is what turned us away from God. We see a lot of Israelite congregations growing, like it's prophesied, like it's truly prophesied, that, that there's going to be a great awakening that was going to take place, that the breath of God was going to enter in, in, into us, and we will stand up on our feet in an exceeding great army. That, that, th- those prophecies are true. But part of the only reason why, why congregations are growing is because you're allowed to keep your job. You're allowed to keep your job and be comfortable. Place of an Israelite, wear a shirt with some fringes, women put, put a headscarf on, keep your job and keep your comfort. Keep your job and keep your comfort, and that's all it takes now to be an Israelite. And, and from this YouTube generation, uh, you think the truth is now going out and just cussing out white people. Just going out and clowning white people. 
Verse 18. For they that rot in silver, for they that rot in silver and were so careful, and whose works are unsearchable, they are vanished and gone down to the grave, and others are come up in their steeds. I'm making sure you got your money straight. Got to get my money right. <sighs> Young men have seen light and dwelt upon the earth, but the way of knowledge they have not known. Everybody got an idea. Every young person thinks they got the right idea of what's going to save them now, how they're going to make their money, get their money right. Entrepreneurs. But we have God's knowledge they have not known. Verse 21, no understood the paths thereof. No laid hold of it. Their children were far off from that way. And it's been nothing but raising more and more children away from what God is really wanting to be praised for. Away from what God really wants us to acknowledge that he's done. Not because he's let me pay a bill. In my enemy's land, we're supposed to be singing praises about his mercy. And now because the bill collector was coming, the repo man was coming, and I was able to save the car from being repoed. Oh, praise God. Praise the Lord. No, no, no. I'm going to end it right there, brothers and sisters. I'm, 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 I'm into this class with that right there. Um, this week is spring break, uh, spring break week here in, in, in Texas, um, in San Antonio. The kids have a whole week off from school. So uh, tomorrow should be Tots About Tuesdays. Tomorrow should be Tots About Tuesdays. But I know that he now has to uh, deal with, with um, all his kids as well. Uh but no one tells us he probably had his kids. His kids probably want to help him with with, um, with his blog talk class. Um, but tune in uh, for tomorrow, and we'll see what takes place with that. Uh, and just a little heads up, Wednesday's class is going to be Wednesday. I'm going to push it back like an hour. So instead of starting Wednesday at 10 a.m., Wednesday's class will be at 11 a.m. Um, on Wednesday, right, on Wednesday. So with that, I do want to thank everybody for tuning in, for those who did tune in. Uh, today is Monday, so please don't forget to check out um, uh, ISBHPK, any of our YouTube channels from um, ISBHPK San Antonio, ISBHPK Houston, ISBHPK Norfolk. Um, please check them out. Uh, even better yet, instead of checking out the YouTube, if you're in these cities, go to class. Uh, if you're in these cities, actually go to class. But if not, um, it's available online uh, for you to check out as well. So with that, for ISBHPK, my name is Mashaba, and I would like to say shalom. Shalom. Sure.